And it also felt really good to realize it's not really laziness. It's not lazy for me to feel this way. It's actually very normal when you're getting ready to make some changes and you're going through changes and you're growing. You know, I would feel super happy and comfortable if I didn't want to grow, you know, and I'm just not okay with that. I'm always seeking growth. I'm always seeking that next step because that's just who I am. Welcome to the Balanced Fit and Free Podcast. I'm Rianne Mullins, your host, and you are in the right place if you are ready to learn how to live a life of balance through healthy daily actions and a positive mindset. As a Hashimoto's hypothyroid warrior, I will be sharing with you tried and true methods of keeping a balanced lifestyle to ward off inflammation, aching joints, brain fog, and weight gain. My very open and honest approach will have you leaning in to learn more. Enjoy the show. everybody. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. I am Ray Ann Mullins. And if you're new here, thank you. Thank you for being here. And if you've been here for a while, thanks for coming back. I super appreciate it and just absolutely love doing this for everybody. And I hope that, you know, when you turn off your podcast, that you feel like you got something out of it for the day. So again, thanks so much for being here and don't forget to rate and review. I really, really appreciate it. And, um, you know, absolutely. If there's ever an episode that really speaks to you, um, you know, don't be afraid to share it with others because sometimes if we hear a message that really resonates with us, oftentimes the people that we hang out with or the people we care about will also get something out of it. So sharing the podcast is also caring for your friends. <laughs> okay. So was that a good, was that a good pitch? I hope so. Anyway, today we are going to be talking about something that I think affects a lot of people. Okay. So hopefully this will hit home in some way or the other. Lately, I've been feeling really lazy and I don't, actually mean lazy as in physically lazy because I love to exercise, but I'm lazy kind of in the work area and lazy in the organization area. And I have always been lazy in the house cleaning or laundry area, but let's just keep that between us. You know, I got a good thing going with my husband. He, I think, enjoys doing laundry. And he seems to be enjoying picking up the house all the time. So we're just going to go ahead and let that continue to happen. (laughs) I currently have a business coach who is helping me with my coaching practice and teaching me how to shift my online business to working people, working more with people that have Hashimoto's and hypothyroid. And a couple of weeks ago, I said to her that I hadn't gotten to the things that we said I needed to do yet. And I blamed it on being lazy. To that, she said, oh no, I don't believe in laziness. I only believe in motivation and desire. You aren't being lazy. You just don't want to do the activities or actions we set for you. Okay. So to that, I had to pause. Maybe she's right. Maybe I don't want to do the things that I said I would do. I had to really sit with this and think about like what was really happening inside of my head. I agreed with her that I shouldn't just chalk this up to be, you know, being lazy And, you know, maybe it was something a little deeper. And I actually think that it was. So the term lazy typically refers to a state of being unwilling or disciplined to exert effort. 
take action, or engage in activities that require work or energy. It often describes a person who avoids or procrastinates tasks and responsibilities, preferring to do nothing or engage in activities that require minimal effort or involvement. So, you know, when you think about a lazy person, what do you see in your mind? Like, what do you expect to see? For me, I think of someone who is lying around, not showered, wearing dirty or wrinkled clothes with empty chip bags and dirty dishes near them. I mean, that's a little exaggerated, but that's my initial thought when I hear about someone being a lazy person. So when I'm really honest with myself, I don't fit that description at all. I mean, okay, sometimes my clothes are wrinkly because I hate iron and my workout clothes are just not going to get ironed. Although I do have a friend that irons her workout clothes. So kudos to her, but that's just not something you're ever in this lifetime going to catch me doing. Otherwise, I am not lying around, though, watching TV and eating bags of chips. Okay, that's just not something you're ever going to catch me doing. Therefore, when I describe myself as lazy, I realize that's not really what I mean. Laziness can manifest in different ways, such as avoiding physical exertion. Okay, like you don't want to get up and do something. Neglecting chores or duties. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I don't like chores, right? But I'll do what I got to do. It can manifest as manifest as lacking motivation to pursue your goals, okay? Or it can manifest as preferring to engage in passive activities like watching TV or just browsing the internet for extended periods of time without accomplishing much. So laziness can look different ways or be in different ways. It's important to note that laziness is absolutely a subjective term and can be influenced by various factors, including individual temperament, mental and physical health, environmental factors, and personal circumstances. Sometimes what appears as laziness may actually be a symptom of underlying issues such as depression, fatigue, or just lack of interest. For me, I know that it's not depression. It's not physical fatigue, but it could be mental fatigue and maybe even lack of interest or lack of knowledge or even lack of confidence. And I'll explain more about that in a minute. It's important to point out that while occasional periods of relaxation and rest are natural and necessary for overall well-being, chronic laziness can be a detriment to your personal growth. It can be a detriment to productivity and just achieving your goals in general. Overcoming laziness often involves developing self-discipline, setting realistic goals, finding some motivation, and breaking tasks into smaller, manageable steps. Okay, so and that's, you know, I'm going to jump into kind of a different part of this is those things that I just listed are exactly how, how I help people like lose weight or how I help people, you know, get into a different mindset to make some changes in their life. So I love that. And even though my coach, I'm going to jump back to what I was talking about earlier, my coach, who I absolutely adore and have a ton of respect for, even though she thinks laziness is not a real thing, I actually think laziness is a real phenomenon that is observed in human behavior. While the term lazy is subjective and can be influenced by all the different various factors that I mentioned, laziness as a concept is widely recognized and understood. So I think it's valid. And let's talk about 
some of the causes of laziness. Laziness, like I said earlier, can manifest differently in different people. So one of the ways is lack of motivation. Okay, so when I think about my experience with people and my original, you know, coaching world was in fitness, right? I started out as a group fitness instructor, became a personal trainer. And then that's kind of like led into the other areas, nutrition, mindset, thyroid, metabolism, all these things. Like it's like, you know, my growing, but my original place that I started where I helped people the most was in fitness and lack of motivation is absolutely something people have like a lack of motivation. And so when it comes to like your workouts, for example, if you are just not motivated to do your workout because, you know, A, sometimes it hurts, B, it takes time, C, I mean, it's just uncomfortable in general. And, you know, it's just not something most people want to do. That is absolutely um, okay, right? Lack of motivation is one of the causes of laziness, okay? And one way you can combat that, though, is start smaller. You know, instead of thinking you have to go to an hour spin class and work your butt off, you could be like, all right, I'm going to take a 10-minute walk. You know, like I think part of the lack of motivation, especially around exercise, is people think they have to do more than they actually need to, or they start too hard, start too hard, start um, too quickly. Okay. And then that gives you lack of motivation. Some other areas would be like work. You know, if you're lacking motivation to get your work done, maybe you're bored, you know, or maybe it's too hard, or maybe it's overwhelming, or maybe you just have too much. You know, the other is cleaning. I mean, whoever has motivation to clean, I'm sorry. I just don't have that gene in me at all, but I do like a clean space. So I'm so happy that my husband apparently enjoys that and is motivated by it. All right. Another area that causes laziness is just low energy levels. You know, if you, maybe you have a physical, um, deficiency somewhere like in a nutrient or something going on physically that is actually causing low energy levels like a slow thyroid or you know like I said something like a nutrient deficiency a lot of people have vitamin d deficiency or b12 and that can make you really low energy so instead of saying oh I'm lazy you know maybe it actually is something happening in your body that's creating this low energy level that is making you feel like you can't get up and go do the things you need to do Okay. It also could be mental. Okay. Depression is a real thing and it could actually make you feel like you're not able to do much. Okay. And then that might be classified as being lazy. Okay. Could be your environment, could be the people you're around, could be your actual physical environment. Maybe it's so messy. (laughs) See, if I didn't have my husband, I would be so lazy and depressed and down of my environment because it would be messy. But luckily I have somebody cleaning it up for me. And so it keeps me organized and not lazy in that way. But it really could be that for some people, maybe you just need somebody to come in and help you organize your space, or maybe you need new relationships. Maybe the people around you make you feel lazy because they don't make you feel like your best self. See where I'm going with all of this? Laziness can be an absolute, like just symptom of so many other things happening in your life. Another uh, cause would be boredom. You know, if you're just bored, maybe you're bored with your job, maybe you're bored with your friends, maybe you're bored with the TV shows, maybe you're just bored in general and you need to shake it up. 
Okay. Another thing would be, um, you know, just the preference for comfort. You know, we all have a comfort zone that we like to stay in, but if you stay there forever, you're going to start feeling lazy and bored and low energy and lack of motivation, all the things I've been saying. Okay. Um, Lack of knowledge is also another cause of, I'm putting in quotation marks with my fingers, laziness. Um, When you don't know how to do something and you're not sure what to do, that may make you, you know, step back. It may make you slow down and it may make you avoid doing things. So lack of knowledge is a real reason for, um, I'm going to say laziness, but it's really just, you're not sure what to do. So maybe you're not doing things, which then in your mind makes you feel lazy. And that by the way, is me right now. Some of the stuff that I want to do, um, technology wise, or just what to say or who to talk to, I sometimes I just don't know. And so, so I just shut down and I just don't do it. And that in my brain was making me feel like I was being lazy, which was, you know, making me feel negative. Okay. The other thing is that leads into lack of confidence. They kind of go hand in hand. If you don't know how to do something and therefore your confidence is going to be shaky, again, you're going to be, you know, avoiding or not taking action, which in some people's eyes and maybe your own leads to thinking you're a lazy person or you're being lazy. And that was exactly what I was saying to my coach, by the way. Um, Another reason you may feel the the feelings of laziness is just overload, you know, just too much going on, which can shut you down and make you feel like you're just being a lazy person. Have you ever done that? Like you have so much going on, just so much happening that you find that you just can't, like you're just paralyzed. And that was me this past week. My son was graduating. We're getting ready to go on vacation. We were having a big party. Um, I've had a few work things I need to finish up. And I, felt like paralyzed. I like, I couldn't do anything. I didn't even know where to start. And then when I would start, I would feel that, you know, lack of knowledge or lack of confidence. And so I would just stop. And so here it is. I'm actually flying out today on vacation and I still haven't packed. I still have multiple emails and things to do for clients. And it's making me feel like I need to shut down. So this is the perfect topic for me today to be talking about, <laughs> to get out of this rut. Okay. So additionally, mental issues such as depression or anxiety can contribute to feelings of laziness. Okay. Like I was saying earlier, if you have low energy, that could be coming from a mental or physical space and depression and anxiety are both real things that can absolutely keep you from taking the action getting things done and feeling like a productive, efficient human being. And it's for real. So you should not feel ashamed by that. Just need to get some help. Okay. And please know that laziness should not be confused with taking breaks, resting, or relaxing. Okay. These are essential for our overall well-being. Laziness becomes a concern when it leads to chronic avoidance of your responsibilities, you know, like feeding children. (laughs) That is not funny. I don't know why I laughed at that. But, you know, if you're like not taking care of your pets or your kids or your cleanliness, right, that's starting to become a problem. Um, Also, if it's, you know, your personal growth is not happening, like maybe you really 
have these great goals for yourself, like maybe for your career or your family life or vacationing or like just personal goals. If you, your laziness is holding you back from moving forward in your life, that's, that's a problem, right? If you're not feeling productive um, and just not able to work towards your goals at all, that's when laziness becomes an issue. Okay. And that's when, by the way, you need to start digging deeper to figure out what's actually going on that's creating this laziness. So this overcoming laziness, like I was just saying, often involves self-reflection, setting realistic goals, finding motivation, breaking tasks into manageable steps, developing self-discipline, and addressing any underlying issue that may be contributing to the lack of your motivation. So after my coach told me she thought lazy was not the right term and that it was lack of interest or desire, I had to like stop and really assess what was going on with me. So I'm going to just kind of break down what I thought about because it really paused. It made me pause and think, well, what am I doing? Like what's going on with me? Like I've obviously not been paying attention like I should be. So first up, you know, my son during this time, of work, my son was getting ready to graduate high school. You know, we've, we've been, you know, trying to find him somewhere to live on campus, which wasn't happening. So we had to find an apartment for him. And then we, you know, had he has a test to take. And even though this is his stuff, he's still basically a child and he needs help and guidance getting through this. And so because I like to butt into his business, <laughs> because I should, um, it's really taking over my brain. You know, it's a lot. And it's not only a lot of work. But it's kind of emotional for me. And I didn't even know that I was going to feel this way. I didn't even know I was going to be emotional about it. So not only have we been really busy and bogged down, but I'm a little sad too. So there's that. The second thing is I have a 20-year-old daughter who also is trying to find somewhere to live. We've had to look for that. We've been working through some of her other struggles. I've been, you know, just it's just a lot going on with my two kids. Um, So I personally take that on because I'm their mom and I feel like I need to be here for them. So, so those two things right there, my daughter and my son and all of their things going on. I'm not lazy. I'm absolutely busy and trying to be a good mother. Um, Another thing is you know, I'm very interested and I know a lot. I've been through courses and I'm certified thyroid coach and I've lived through Hashimoto's and I've learned about it upside and inside, you know, upside down and inside out. But I'm a little scared, honestly, just being super vulnerable with you. I'm scared to switch to working with people with thyroid and Hashimoto's. I want to so badly because I know I can help them. I know I can, but I'm scared to exclude anyone. You know, I've actually gotten my name locally for my fitness and for being a nutrition coach and for helping people in the weight loss area. And I still can do that. And I'm, you know, I'm very um, good at it and it's my comfort zone, but I'm ready to grow. I'm ready to grow my business. I'm ready to change who I can help because I think it's a need and I know that I can do it, but I'm afraid. And that's just, it comes right down to it. I'm afraid. And so it makes me scared to take the actions that I need to, to look for people with Hashimoto's and thyroid issues. It makes me scared. So I continue to take one step forward and then two steps back. And then in my mind, I look at it as I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. And I'm, 
you know, lazy. So I have to really pull myself out of that negative thinking and remember, you know, what's going on. So it felt really good to finally just slow down and think about it and admit those things to myself. And then I admitted it to my coach too, you know, and it also felt really good to realize it's not really laziness. It's not lazy for me to feel this way. It's actually very normal when you're getting ready to make some changes and you're going through changes and you're growing, you know, I would feel super happy and comfortable if I didn't want to grow, you know, and I'm just not okay with that. I'm always seeking growth. I'm always seeking that next step because that's just who I am. So once I realized this is what was happening, I was able to come up with a plan to get me out of that stagnant state and get myself moving again toward my goal of becoming the go-to Hashimoto's thyroid guru. Okay. So I'm going to definitely, you're going to be seeing more about that. And so if you too are feeling like you're stuck or feeling like you're being lazy, whether that's, you know, planning your meals or going to the gym or feeling motivated to do your work, here are three tips to help you combat laziness. And the funny thing is when I tell you these three goals, or I'm sorry, these three tips, you're going to be like, wow, that sounds really familiar because no matter what you want to do in your life, it comes down to really these three things. Okay. First up is set clear goals and prioritize. Define specific achievable goals for yourself and then break them down into smaller manageable tasks. When you have a clear direction, it becomes easier to focus and take action. Prioritize your tasks based on importance and urgency and tackle them one by one. So this approach helps you stay organized and prevents overwhelming feelings that can contribute to laziness. All right. I wasn't going to tell you this, but as I was you know, saying that, I, I had another thought pop into my head. I um, literally last week just got diagnosed with um, ADHD. And I, I don't you know. I don't know. I decided to go get tested because really because of this topic I'm talking about right now. I really have so much in my head that I want to do and think and I have ideas, but I feel really a hard time like staying on task and I'm switching things and I start one thing and I go to another. And if you've ever worked out with me, you're probably like, oh yeah, she can't count. She changes her mind 15 times during a workout. She says, we're going to do one thing. And then she says, well, actually, no, let's do this. I've been doing this forever. I've been doing it ever since I can remember. I start one action and by the end, you know, I've taken 16 different turns to still, you know, end where I wanted to end, but it's, I've taken a lot of paths to get there. And one day I was reading an email from somebody that I follow named Jenna Kucher and she recently got diagnosed and she was explaining how she felt. And I thought, I better go do this. And I don't know yet what I'm going to do about it. So, you know, you know, there's going to be a podcast about this later, but I haven't decided what I'm going to do about it for the treatment plan yet. But knowing that I have the tendency to have this um, inattention and hyperactivity really is helping me, you know, see where I'm going. So something about this first tip I'm giving you, the set clear goals and prioritize, I can do that. It's just executing all the way through. <laughs> That's a hard part. So if you feel like that too, you know, it's something to consider. All right. The second tip though, is create a routine and stick to it. Establishing a consistent daily routine can provide structure and eliminate the temptation to procrastinate. Set aside dedicated time for the different activities you need to do, including your work, 
exercise, um, working on personal you know, projects and hobbies, and then just like leisure activities. By following a routine, you condition your mind and your body to be more active and productive during specific times, reducing your likelihood of succumbing to laziness. Okay. So if you listened to last week, uh, my son came on and talked about this a little bit. He, during his weight loss phase, he created, and this was totally him, he created a routine and he absolutely stuck to it. And by following this routine, he conditioned himself. He, you know, everything became habits and he loved it. He had like specific things that he did at specific times of the day. It helped him lose weight. It helped him become more mentally clear. It's boosted his confidence. You know, he's really changed. And I got to say, you know, yeah, he did step one. He set a clear goal and prioritized, but creating that routine And following through day in and day out is what really made a huge difference for him. And I would not call him lazy anymore, but I would have before. All right. So the third tip is find motivation and accountability. Discover what motivates you and use it as a driving force to overcome your laziness. So whether that's envisioning your long-term goals, you know, I really believe in visualization and like seeing yourself, you know, doing the things you say you want to do. It also could be rewarding yourself after completing certain tasks or finding inspiration just from others. You know, find what works best for you. Additionally, accountability can be a powerful tool. Share your goals and progress with a trusted friend, you know, your spouse, a family member, or a mentor or coach who can provide you support, encouragement, and hold you accountable for your actions. So, you know, I've been talking about having a coach. That is why I hired a coach because I knew if I didn't have somebody to, you know, check in with or somebody to hold me accountable, I probably wouldn't even be as far as I am now um, with my business goals and even my personal goals. Having a coach or a mentor or somebody to hold you accountable is priceless. Really, it is. So another thought, I had while I was just saying all that is, and I've talked about it before, but act as if, act as if you are already the version of yourself that you desire to be. When we step into that role, we are more likely going to do the actions that are required to actually become that person. In the last week or so, I've had to really rely on my goal and my routine and acting as if I am already where I want to be. And it has helped me push forward on some tasks that were, you know, feeling pretty daunting to me just a few weeks ago. It really works. Okay. And like I said, having that accountability and checking in with somebody is absolutely the most important thing you can do when you want to make some changes. Relying on just yourself, you know, it's a big part of it. You have to be motivated and you have to feel good in, with yourself and confident in yourself. But sometimes we feel shaky in that area. So having that support person can be, you know, the thing that changes your entire path. Now, remember, I want to point this out again, that overcoming laziness takes effort and consistency. It's really important to start small and you have to celebrate your achievements along the way. And you've got to be kind to yourself. If you find persistent feelings of laziness are impacting your daily life, it just may be helpful to seek support from a professional like a therapist who can assist you in understanding and addressing any underlying causes. Or maybe it's just time for a change. Maybe you need a new workout. Maybe you need to meet a new friend. Maybe you need a new goal. 
new something to achieve. Feeling stuck and or too comfortable could be the exact reason you're feeling lazy. So you guys, I hope that you found this helpful. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I hope that you're following me over on Instagram. I was doing a lot of Facebook stuff, but now I'm trying to focus on growing my Instagram. So if you're not there, please go find me. I'm at Ray Ann Mullins. It used to be at Ram Fit Life, but I decided to change it. So I'm just at Ray Ann Mullins on Instagram. So head over there, um, follow there because that's where I'm going to put some more like recipe ideas. I'm going to put a little bit more information there. I will be talking a lot about thyroid and Hashimoto's, but I'm going to continue talking about the importance of nutrition and a balanced lifestyle because that's important for everybody with or without a thyroid condition. And then remember, you can follow me over just on Facebook, Ray Ann Mullins. And if you want to touch base with me, you can totally email me or direct message me on Instagram or Facebook. But my email address is rayannmullins at gmail.com. So um, that's about all I have for you today. I hope that um, you will listen to this, take some of the tips, take some of this information and apply it to your life. And, you know, if you're feeling lazy in the fitness or nutrition or any of you know, your lifestyle area, hit me up. Let's talk about it. And let's see if we can find a way to get you moving forward and feeling better and less lazy. Thanks so much. And I'll catch you guys next week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am so stoked that you are here. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, I would love to hear from you. Head on over to my Instagram at RamFitLife or Facebook at Rayanne Mullins and comment on your favorite part of the show. See you next week.